Fuck the Joe Ingram fanboys. Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 21, part 2. Today we're going to talk about episode 21, part 1, as well as your phone calls and our exclusive edition with Mike Postel, part 2. So buckle up, get ready, part 2 of the Mouthpiece. Welcome back to the Mouthpiece, uh, episode 21, part two of our interview with Mike Postel. Um, I'm going to uh, address a a lot of things that have been being said uh, on my part of part one interview. Um, If anyone out there thinks or thought that I'm going to do an interview where I attack him on every single hand that everyone's pointing out, that is not my job. I have said in the beginning of part one, I have knowledge of three hands. I have looked at three hands and three hands only. So with that said, I was willing to give him a platform to state his case against him. I let him talk for over three hours. Um, I'm not judge, jury, executioner. My job is to get an interview with a guy that's being accused of something that can really destroy the poker community, which is what I did. Anybody out there knows that you don't, convict a murderer by telling them I know you murdered these fucking people you motherfucker and that's what it's going to be okay I don't do that okay the guy claims he's innocent I have my theories on things which I will keep to myself and I will remain neutral on the situation but it was only fair to hear him out so the thing I tell the listeners out there that are about ready to listen to part two of our interview is it's very important to pay attention to detail. I'm not there to interrogate him. I am not there to throw him under the rug. The guy wanted to talk. I let him talk. So I just want everybody out there to know that and um, you know, make your own decisions. That's for you guys to decide, okay? And, uh, you know, that's all. That's the best I can do. Um, one other thing I want to address is people saying that when I took this interview, I was drunk and stoned and didn't take it seriously. First of all, I took one hit of pot because I was pretty much done for the night and getting ready to relax and go to sleep. Also... I don't drink and haven't had a drink and couldn't tell you how fucking long. So people saying shit like that really bothers me a lot. Um, Also, the fact that uh, I wanted to make sure that Mike felt relaxed in in the phone call with me. So I had no problems with, uh, you know, taking a hit of pot and laughing a little bit and making him feel comfortable 
if you guys think it's easy for a guy that's never done any media whatsoever to come on at 12.45 a.m. after his name has been completely destroyed in the poker community and on SportsCenter, I mean, you, you got to understand, it, it, it was a lot of uh, work to get him to do this interview uh, and a lot of having trust in me that I wasn't going to attack it. So I hope you guys enjoy uh, part two. And uh, right now we're going to uh, listen to our phone call segments for this week's part two. The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call-in segment will be live. Okay, it's our favorite time of the show, our phone call segment. So let's hear what our viewers have to say today. Let's light up the line. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hey, Mike. What are you guys talking about tonight? Oh, fuck. We're talking about uh, anything and everything. Uh, uh, what do you want to talk about? Well, he, I mean, I just saw your tweet says to call in 26 minutes ago, but he's guilty, of, of course, right? Okay, I've well, seen enough video. Well, uh, in this country, it's innocent until proven guilty. Uh I give people the benefit of the doubt until proven guilty. You, it's real easy to, to piece lots of things together to make it look like something, especially on the internet nowadays. You, you, you've you seen many fake shit go around on many of things that, where they try and like spin a narrative. So let's give the guy the benefit of the doubt until the investigation done by, you know, the casino hired an outside private investigator uh, law enforcement to go over everything. Uh, and I'm sure they're going into it will be what's much more thorough than a bunch of poker guys sifting through a few videos. You know what I mean? Have you played with this gentleman or no? I, I did back in, uh, like we were talking today, the message uh, back in uh, 04, 05. Uh, I don't really uh, remember him much uh because i'm not good with faces or whatever but uh you know i uh i just uh i listen it doesn't look good you know but there's like i said there's he he told me he can he 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 could explain everything that's been done and to him and and i said well listen if you're you know if you're really innocent i'm like i'm like you made all this money i'm like just hire ten ten thousand dollars and have somebody sift through because he goes i don't have time to sift through 500 hours of streaming i'm like don't worry for about 10 grand you'll it'll all be sifted through in uh eight hours you know so the good old days oh four oh five and oh six i'll tell you a quick story when when everyone had a ton of money i remember alex powers walking through the back door of the bicycle club and he says watch this and he says, meet me out front. 
So I go out front, and he comes out front in about five minutes with about $800 in his pocket. From broke to 800 bucks, the good old days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why are you so convinced that this guy is guilty? Well, I've watched Joey and uh, Doug's. Uh, oh, exactly. Okay, that's that's the that's the point. Uh, and this is way, no, way this, too much. Yeah, this is. Listen, let the facts come out. I'm not knocking Joey. I'm not knocking Doug. You know, I appreciate the work they've done. I'm looking into this, but uh, them two guys aren't going to tell me. Oh, he's guilty because what they say. You know what I'm saying? Let the guy have his sure, say. Sure, he's run really good numbers, though, this Mike guy. He's run really great numbers. Yeah, Please. well, I've I, I've lost on a stream uh, like one out of 100 times myself. Does that mean I'm cheating? You know, I mean, it, it, I know it's a lot more than that. They say he always makes the right decisions. Um, but like a lot of the hands where they're saying, oh, there's no way he could fold there. I'm thinking to myself, I'm folding here in this spot. So... Uh, you know, the, the math GTO guys are like, ah, it's an auto call, you know, you know, maybe the guy, uh, played enough with the guy and, and he felt the guy's never making the play without having him beat, you know? So, uh, listen, I, I just say, listen, it doesn't look good. Okay. From what I've seen, but you got in this country, we have to give them the benefit of the doubt until, you know, there's proof. You know, you can't just go out and slander people. You know, just just think about. It. Remember, just remember uh, when the Jussie Smollett thing came out. Oh, oh man, he was attacked uh, by a Trump supporter and all that at two a.m. in front of. Uh, and then everybody was like, "Oh, how could they do this?" And then a week later, it was a hoax. You know, so uh, and same. You know, all these stories come out, and then a week later, they get debunked. So just, I'm just saying, you have to give the guy the benefit of the doubt until proven otherwise. Once proven otherwise, then you could fucking throw the book at him. I think people are way prematurely just saying this is this the way it is. You know, it's just not right. That's all. I think that's fair. Right? Fair enough. Right? All right, my man. I appreciate you calling. Uh, and I'll uh, talk to you uh, once again. Give us a call. Thanks, man. True. Hey, real quick. Is that true? Uh, okay, very good. Take care, Mike. Have good. a good day. Later. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hey, it's Michael. What's going on, Michael? Where are you from? Man, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I just saw your Twitter post. So I figured I had to give a call. Yeah. What's going on, man? Um, You know, basically what I'm dealing with right now is just not in the mood to play poker much anymore. I'm not getting that urge, and oh. I feel like I'm playing bad because of it. I've been there. <laughs> it's not. What you need to do, honestly, is take a month off. And just uh, lay out in the sun. I don't know if you could go somewhere and you know lay on yeah. the beach. I, I, anything, and keep your mind off of poker. And then when you come back, you, you, I, it's incredible. But like you will feel like so recharged, and all of a sudden you'll be seeing through the cards again, and everything will flow again. Um, it. We call it poker burnout. It happens to all of us. I mean, it used to happen to me all the time. I used to play 16 hours a day, seven days, weeks. Uh, now I try and play a couple days in a row, take a couple days off, then play a day. And I try and play three, four days a week. Uh, I, I wish I could play more, but yeah. it also helps. It, it keeps you wanting to play. 
and like I've been playing a lot lately and I'm just energized to play again. So uh, I've been there and uh, and uh, so that's, that's that's my best best advice to you. Uh, we all, all all poker players get there. Some people get to the point where they just you know they invest money and stuff and then they just just go away from poker completely because they're burned out. But almost m- most people always come back. You know, it's just the the ga- the the urge. I don't know. As a poker player, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, a, you get the, the feeling to come you back. You get the feeling to come back. Yeah, good again. yeah. And uh, like I took a lo- uh, quite a long time off uh, going into the World Series this year, uh, and I was kind of worried if I was going to play good. And I actually played like above the rim, and it was because I wasn't burned out because I took like three months off. So, uh, and then after the World Series, I've I've been playing like twice a week. Uh, I took two weeks off, but other than that, like twice a week since, and just playing a real high level. So, uh, and, and I'm excited to go every day when I play. So that's uh, that's uh, my best advice to you. I mean, like after 2008, I thought I was done. I had played for 12 years straight, you know, 16 hour days every day for 12 years straight, and I was like Damn. burned out completely, you know. And then I had full tilt that I put uh, to fall back on and. And I really, the only time I was ever playing was when they told me to play on a stream or something. So, uh, yeah, I was kind of burned out too. So I've been there. So Yeah, because I, I thought I was just going to play through it and I was just, you know, no. downswing. I've try, tried that. Worse and worse. that. Yeah, playing through it is the worst because if you're, if you're you, you this is all, and I tell my girlfriend this all the time, is poker's all mental. I mean, once you achieve a certain skill level or whatever, it's all mental, and if you're not mentally checked in, you're checked out, and and that's what happens to a lot of people at the World Series every year. Is they start off and they run really bad the first couple of weeks, and they they get a negative mindset and they don't want to be there, and they force themselves to be there. and And I used to be like that, and I'd have a couple of bad World Series, and then I realized to win at the World Series, you have to want to be at the Rio every year. And so no matter how bad this year things got, after cashing the first two, getting 15th and a 17th, I went three weeks without like even winning a pot. And I found myself four of 15 with going into uh, the last event before the main event. And then I finished fourth in that, Cash 199 in the main event and 30th in the 5K Turbo and ended up having a real big World Series. So, you know, you have to want to be there. Don't play through it. Get your mind clear. Work out. Do some yoga. Just get yourself to where your mind is in a good place and then come back and play. So did you find yourself rusty when you came back after the long break um, or how long did it take to get back? Honestly, to I I COVID? really thought there's a good chance I would be. Um, and I was real worried. I, I played a, a 4800 mix on Poker After Dark the last two days. And I, since the World Series, all I've done is play uh, streams and, and some home games and all uh, No Limit Hold'em. And when I was in LA, I played in a mixed game and I lost like 10 grand and I hated the way I played. So I was real concerned going in that I would be off, but 
I I played my A plus game for back to back days, so uh, I was worried about it, but I wasn't. I played great, so that's uh, that's yeah. the best I could say. You know, I think it's like riding a bike. You know, what, what the rust you're gonna get is is my advice will be you'll have to play a little bit tighter maybe the first two three hours when you come back uh and then it, it'll all come back you know but you don't want to be making lots of moves when you first come back after taking time off because you won't you might not trust your instincts because you'll you'll feel a little bit rusty you know what i'm saying that's that's all yeah all right, yeah, thanks, man. I really you got it, man. I, I, pre- I appreciate the call, man, and to all your friends listening to the mouthpiece, all right? Take care. Yeah, I listen, I listen every day, honestly, because I, I for work, <laughs> right. podcast. So. You got it, man. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Yeah, keep up the keep up good work, man. The podcast is great. Take care, man. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. The mouthpiece. Okay, everybody. So we've... Uh, got ourselves our first sponsor on this show their name is my bookie and uh, they're very reputable company Uh, they have blackjack craps roulette they have all kinds of other casino games as well as tons of sports betting for all you degenerates out there so do me a favor you listen to the show go visit mybookie.ag put in the promo code mouthpiece that's mybookie.ag promo code mouthpiece and you get up to a 200% bonus up to $1,000 so you spin you win get paid only at mybookie up to $1,000 bonus that's mybookie enter promo code mouthpiece thanks you guys I appreciate it and uh, I appreciate them supporting the show Here's one narrative that's getting spinned thanks to, you know, a few local guys who, you know, just don't know me. Like, the claim is, is that I only play on the live stream at Stones and I don't play I did hear that. And that is a hard, that is a hardcore, you know, it doesn't make sense to me because I would think that these guys would be smart enough to know that I play at four different rooms around the Sacramento area on a regular basis. And I do all of this while, you know, something else that people just fail to understand. I am a single father who has 100% custody of my daughter. I missed the majority of three years with her up until I got custody. And so I am catching up on being with my daughter and spending time with her and people people want to you know throw things out there like oh why aren't you playing all the time why aren't you playing the biggest games why aren't you you know doing this and doing that i'm i live in california yeah i you know besides everything i mentioned i i I don't have any of i don't have any other income other than poker related income so for for people to say i don't play anywhere else or people say I should be playing poker 24-7 or every waking hour. I, I, I try to have as much of a balance within reason as possible. So I, I try to spend time with her, and, and I have a lot of family in this area. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have, I, have, I have a lot of life outside of poker. Poker, is, poker was my life, you know, when I played religiously online between 2003 and 2008. Mm-hmm. 
I went part time. I went part time on lawn between 2009 up until Black Friday. Right. And since Black Friday, since Black Friday, I think I've played twice online since Black Friday. And this coming from a guy who used to play anywhere from 20,000 to 100,000 hands a month online. Um, but yeah, so you know, I I play at I play at Thunder Valley. I generally play. I would say 95% of my play uh, is in tournaments at, at Thunder Valley when they have events and I'm able to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play a lot at I play a lot at the Cordova Casino okay. in Rancho Cordova, as well as the new Magnolia House Casino, mm-hmm. which is also in Rancho Cordova. Uh, I play a lot at FLB, which is Folsom Lake Bowl and Casino in Folsom. Uh, when I'm not playing on the stream, I play I play a lot of tournaments at Stones. Um, probably, I, I probably play probably play around half of the re, you know the tournaments that are reported um, at Stones. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, on that subject, quick, um, out of all the tournament players who play at Stones. I have the most caches and the most money one there. Yeah. So it, there's there's lots of time. There's lots of time dedicated to playing plenty of poker uh, that isn't on the stream. Uh, a lot of the like a lot of the local guys know that there's a guy that I've been playing with for about six or so years. I am I'm guessing six seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, Any time he calls me and wants to play or anytime he shows up somewhere, uh, I am alerted. Like people let me know like, Hey, um, I don't want to say his name, but right. he, he, when he, when he is playing, I am there like as much as I possibly can be. If I'm in oh. town, if I'm awake, if I have a babysitter, oh. I mean, the, the majority, the majority of the games that I've played, the majority of the games that I've played in my life, in my career mm-hmm. have revolved around you know kind of picking my own games playing with certain players uh you know going back to online when we had ultimate buddy mm-hmm. um you know all the the, the green dot guys <laughs> that you know we, we you know we could label you know a player with a color um or have notes on them uh, do you remember ultimate buddy I do, but I, I forgot. It was on Ultimate Bet, right? What was it on? Yes. Yes, I remember. Okay, yes. As confident as I am in my abilities to play poker, I don't. I just don't like talking about it. And I don't want to be a name, and it's too late for that now. So what I do want to say is, you know, once this dies down, mm-hmm. and once I am able to, and this is going to take time, and I really hope people will be patient with me because... I am not very tech savvy, okay. and pouring pouring through pouring through a hundred streams or how you know however what it whatever it is pouring through all those streams to you know show plenty of evidence that I'm human. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say this. I do consider myself to be one of the best players in poker. No, I no longer have a problem with admitting that or talking about it and showing it. 
and a lot I, I can't in just you know notifications popping up i'm not reading anything online but i have a lot of notifications popping up and a lot of them re, you know are referring to hey play against me um you know without all your special powers that you have um you know play against me in a fair game <laughs> and you know i will destroy you mm-hmm. well i I will accept as many challenges as possible. That's I, what I want to hear. My new motivation now, I've, like I said, I've never wanted had, or had any desire to be a name. It, it's, it's way too late for that. I'm like, my name is out there and I'm like, it makes me nauseous. But I am confident in my abilities. I know who I used to play back in the day. Mm-hmm. And... I can I can play with anyone, and when it comes to you know who I'm playing against, as far as you know, I'm not saying I want to go out and 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 you know play <laughs> Garrett and right, you know a lot of you know a lot of the best players in the world. Not, I don't I don't want to go and you know go battle with them, right. but I will play I will play with a lot of the top players. Sure. I will play with a lot of mid level players. I'll I'll play with I'll play with just about anyone and you know while I you know while I would prefer to play a heads up game to where there's no outside influences of people colluding against me right like I will welcome almost all challengers to playing me to prove that I'm not just some guy who moved to Sacramento to cheat a live stream. <laughs> I have been playing I have been playing for 16 years. 15 of those where I have had no other income other than poker. Based on that and based on the fact that hundreds of people can vouch for me destroying games everywhere I've been and the fact that I used to play I used to play Prahlad Friedman mm-hmm. online. He was he was the guy back in the day. He was the guy. It was Spirit Rock, and then he was Mahatma. Yeah. And I watched a ton of him when I first started playing. And I I had very little experience then, but literally just watching Prahlad play, I picked up on so much. And I, I'm 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 blessed with extremely good instincts and extremely good reading ability, picking up on betting patterns and nuances. And I mean, just every little thing that there is as far as physical, as for any, any physical tell whatsoever, I subconsciously pick up on that stuff as good as anyone. I don't like talking about that. And I don't like admitting that because I, a lot of times I act like an idiot like mm-hmm. I, I want everyone to think that I'm just some wild, crazy guy who just likes to gamble. And, you know, I, I literally do, you know, some of these crazy things and for a story, um, you know, when I, you know, play these crazy hands, I do it for the sake of action. And so I can continue playing and in playing with a lot of the guys that I play with. God forbid, I, I freaking love, I love the guys that I play with, especially, especially uh, at Stone's. Mm-hmm. And in the Sacramento area, I, I like to think that I'm, you know, friends with really good acquaintances with 
with a lot of them, and I have a lot of respect for them. And you know, while like I said, I love them. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of players that if anyone plays with for a period of time, they'll be able to take advantage of them. Right. There's there's things that a lot of a lot of the players who play around here do that I exploit, and it kills me to have to talk about it, but I'm forced to. Well, we and, all do. I mean, that's what poker is. I mean, that's you. 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 If you yeah. play with people long enough, you pick up tells, you pick up their tendencies, and you exploit them. That's what. That's what I do. That's what everybody does. I mean, that's why you see somebody like Alan Keating, you know, who was on the Poker Go stream that when he lost three hundred thousand, rebought in a million, and we've had some talks, and you know, he goes, "I give a lot of action because I, you know, I play with people where." I'm, I know where I'm at and I'm able to to give that kind of action to, to get paid and stuff. So I know one thing, uh, if yeah, I, somebody it, accused me of something, I'm like, bitch, okay, let's go play. You think I'm a cheater. And that's kind of yeah, like what you just I, said. I'm, I respect that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, going back to my, I'm going back to my old school <laughs> online uh, mentality yeah. of, you know, having, you know, like, like having all the confidence in the world you know, challenging people, you know, and like, I mean, I, I used to chat a lot in, in, in the, in the chat box online. I, I would, I would do anything or say anything to get a player to stay playing me. If, yeah. if they took a buy-in or two off of me, I, I would say some of the craziest things to, to get them to continue playing so I can get my money back. Well, and most of the time I did. And, and, and this is like, Going going back to that, as far as my confidence level and why I'd be willing to put myself out there and and you know find a way to play as much as I can against mm-hmm. you know people who want to play against me, like in during the cheating scandal, I waited and waited and waited three different times, you know, just like you know my refund is coming, like yeah. I'm I'm going to get refunded for this, right. like it's coming and and when I didn't get refunded in the third one, it was. Like, I was beyond, I, I was dejected. Wow. And a lot, like, you know, I pushed and pushed and pushed. And finally, finally, the the head of the investigation mm-hmm. that was doing the ultimate bet refunds, mm-hmm. he called me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thank God. Like, too. finally, you put this up. Yeah. You know, finally, like, you're going to give me all, you're going to give me all my hand histories. And, you know, finally, like, you know, I'll be able to show that. You know, I, I, I'm guessing I lost anywhere between 200000 and 500000 uh, that was taken from me in, in the Ultimate Best scandal, I, I believe. All the players who knew me on there were, were, were constantly checking up on me, like, dude, how much did you get? You know, right. I got 44000 Oh, I got 145000 Um I got, you know, 455000 Um, You know, like, everyone was giving me, you know, all these numbers from, you know, five to six figures, and I'm sitting there with nothing. Right. But I get the phone call from the head of the investigation into refunding people, and he tells me straight up, "Mike, you were the most you are the most profitable player on Ultimate Bet of all time. Can you please, you know, justify to me how you were cheated if you were the most profitable player?" And and that that gives. Unfortunately, that gives an idea of, of how much money I, I made online back then. Um, going back to why I'm I'm not always in other games, you know I, you know I talked about, 
you know, the responsibilities of, of, of being a father and the fact that I'm a single father with full custody, it's, you know, I, I can't live on a poker table. Like I, I have a, a, you know, a life beyond that. Uh, one thing that I forgot to mention earlier is, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, Mike always, he usually, you know, leaves the table or, or catches out, you know, right after the stream ends or shortly thereafter. And it's like, well, yeah, like I have a babysitter at home and she wants to go home. Right. Like, uh, like I either need to get home so she can get home or I need to go pick her up from the sitters and get her home so, you know, she can get to bed and get up at a decent hour or go to school in the morning. So I need to go get her and do this. And, you know, again, people who don't have kids, they're completely removing that from the equation for some reason and not realizing that, you know, it's like everyone wants to judge me for, you know, not doing things or, or doing things. And it's like everyone, everyone's in a different situation. Everyone has different responsibilities. Everyone has different circumstances and everyone has different desires. And my desires don't match up with others. I don't have a need to be a multimillionaire like i obviously it would be nice but i'm i'm more intent on making enough to support me and my daughter and have fun and take the vacations that i take and just continue playing and, and paying the bills and li literally living my life like that that's right. that's what i am comfortable with that's what i'm used to that's you know, a lot of people, a lot of people love change, and a lot of people don't like change. When it comes to me, I'm, I'm super happy doing what I do. Acquiring more money isn't isn't going to all of a sudden make my life so much better because, you know, everything I've done and everything that I have, I am completely content with. So, you know, like everyone, everyone's saying. Oh, why doesn't he go play here? Why doesn't he go, you know, why doesn't he live in Vegas? Why did, whatever, like, no, like I, first of all, I have to live in California. It's court ordered for me to live in California. And I'm not allowed to move further away from my daughter's mother, um, you know, without permission, because, you know, she still needs to be within a reasonable bottom, uh, a distance to, you know, have visitation with her daughter. Right. And like, I'm, I'm happy, like, I'm, I'm happy in Northern California. Um, like, there's, you know, heck, the, the, there was someone sent me a clip of, you know, Joey talking about how, you know, beautiful it is in, you know, these parts, and, you know, wine country and Reno, and you got the mountains, and, you know, you're kind of close to everything, uh, you know, within a couple hours of everything. Like, Northern California is, is amazing in a lot of ways, including the weather. You know, you, you've kind of got all four seasons, or you can at least get close to all four seasons. And predominantly, the, the weather's great. And plus, I have family here. Like, I'm. Sure. I don't. I don't. I. I. I don't want to go anywhere else. Even if I knew that I could make a lot more money somewhere else, my family's here. I have to be here, and I'm perfectly content here. I don't. I don't need to go prove myself to anyone out there. Obviously, now I do. Now, once 
you know, again, once this dies down and, and, and Joey and Doug can, you know, be done making their videos. Um, I, I would love to take the challenge in, in playing them. I'll, I'll play Doug heads up for, you know, we can, we can play, we can play a hundred different heads up sessions and, you know, see where we score. And, you know, Joey's like, Oh, well, he's obviously not very good at PLO. Well, I, I don't play PLO much yeah, me anyway, but when I play, when I play PLO on the stream, it's like, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, again, like I'm, when I'm on the stream, it's for the sake of like, I'm, I have to put on a show or I'm, yeah. Dude, that's what I do. I mean, I'm nuts as it is, you know. But uh, you know, even the one that we had the last couple of days, you know, uh, me and Matt Glance usually have to carry the show. Matt, Matt Glance was getting smashed, and he was miserable and acting like a whiny bitch. So I fucking had to carry the show. And then Doyle starts yelling and he goes, "Mike, don't you ever shut up." I'm like, well, these are the two things you got. I mean, you're fucking laughing at Matt when he's losing because you like to watch Matt lose. So he's quiet. So I got to carry the show, old man. <laughs> so let me ask something. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that I, I, I heard that's, that's going around now. They're saying the only time you lost in the stream is when this some guy uh, was out of town. What's his name? Justin Karachis or something? Is oh, that- you yeah justin yes is he yep going once we go through all the streams right and calculate the what i'm actually in for right like these graphs and numbers and whatever they came up with of 250k in in a year Mm -hmm. and you know saying i it's you know mostly one three um you know like it's it's so far off it's it's absolutely incredible incredible to me for them to i don't want to say it you know lazy reporting or lazy investigating right but they didn't think about any of the variables that i mentioned earlier as far as the buy-ins when they're calculated the fact that we add chips onto it that aren't you know into that stack right away the fact that our win loss totals are you know they're they're wrong they're not they're not manipulated but they're they're what they show is is that they're wrong right and the other thing the other thing that i haven't mentioned yet either as far as you know why their numbers are off when it comes to my chip stack they've been told to err on the side of high mm-hmm. and i'm gonna i'm gonna give an example here in the in the last game that i played with, uh, with with Berkey and and Marley and Christian and and you know some of the other local guys, at the end of the stream, and again I'm I'm going all by memory here, which isn't very you know isn't always the best when you know trying to remember things that are irrelevant to me, but I want to say that my stack size at the end of that last 10, 25, 50 games had me at. 26 or 27,000. Mm-hmm. Um, we quit within a very, very, very short period of time after the stream ended where we stopped playing cool. and nothing, nothing of any significance happens in literally, I want to say an orbit or two. Mm-hmm. And 
I cashed out twenty two thousand and change, mm-hmm. and that's that's showing right there that it's showing that I won roughly four thousand dollars more than I actually did. Okay, and the you know like these guys are what these guys are doing is, and I don't blame them because they don't they don't have much information. All they can do is go by what is on the stream, right. And what's on the stream is, okay, what is this player's stack at the beginning of the stream? Well, the player's stack at the beginning of the stream is what they come right down at 545 to 555, roughly. Mm-hmm. And that amount is, you know, you know generally I, a, a small amount. I, I'm not quite and, sure because I haven't been listening, but is it the amount that they're talking about that you won, or is it the fact that you never made a wrong you've never made a wrong decision in a stream it's like it's not possible it's impossible that every decision is always correct is that narrative just completely false that they're saying that you've never made a mistake and they're just nitpicking through sessions where you've played great and and they're not looking at the other ones yes it's absolutely false and i know this because Myself and others, you know, we're even, you know, talking about it long before this happened about I, I lost five sessions. Um, I've lost five sessions that I know of mm-hmm. in the last since, um, you know, definitely since June. It was June or July. You know, I'd lost I'd lost two or three in a row. Um, and then, you know, short period after that, I lost another two or three in a row. Uh, so, you know. Knowing that for a fact and seeing that I supposedly won 62 out of 69 sessions, like, I know positively that their data is completely wrong. Okay. And it's, it, it, and, and I want to say this, it's not their fault. Right. Like, Joey and Doug have done a good job of doing certain things as far as what's given to them mm-hmm. by what the stones live stream is showing they've they've done that part and they've done what they have you know what they could about monitoring some of the add-ons uh you know whether that's with cash or chips i don't know it's a lot harder to track the chip Mm add-ons since we're not calling a chip runner but i know from what I was told anyway, that, you know, some of the rebuys are, you know, are accounted for, but for a fact, there's a lot of rebuys that are not counted for. So So when, when you take, when you take into account the fact that it is impossible for Joey and Doug to have all the information because stones Getting the getting the information from Stones, just based on initial buy-in and then how much I left with, mm-hmm. all of those numbers are wrong. Okay, literally, all the time. I'm hope I'm given the opportunity to prove that, like uh, I'm not I'm not out to, I guess get a shitload of money. I'm I'm not out for that. I'm right. not out to hurt anyone or ruin anyone right. or drag anyone else through the mud. You know I I. I don't have, I, I did have a lot of animosity, you know, towards 
a lot of, you know, a handful of individuals in, in mm-hmm. regards to this. Right. But, I mean, I've gotten to a point where I am, I am so hurt among other things that I can't describe. Like, I'm, I'm completely numb to that now. And all I want to do is, like, you know, be understanding of it. Like, I, I get why, and, and I, I think a lot of people know why Joey and Doug, you know, took this on. And, you know, as far as spinning a narrative, they, they did the best they could to tell a story based on what very, very limited information they could gather from watching the live stream. Gotcha. Is what they did. And in doing so, you know, I'm, along with everyone that I'm hoping will help me with this, like, we're going to be able to show that their numbers are wrong and they're wrong for a reason and there's a number of variables attached to that. And once the numbers are re-ran, like, again, going back to those numbers, if, if, if we're going off of, if we're going off strictly their data of win rate, mm-hmm. then there would be an, I, I would, then there would be a 99.9% chance, um, <laughs> I would think, of something weird going on. Right. Uh, the fact that their numbers are considerably wrong and there's well, a lot what, of things that they that's don't really what you gotta for. go out and prove i guess is, yeah is like it's more like there's all this 99 to a thousand percent of you know he definitely did something wrong mm-hmm. like i'm i'm very anxious to show give me time please okay there's a lot to do but I, and I'm talking to others, not you. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't, I'm going to go out on the limb and as a person that's conducting this interview, I'm going to say what I said on Twitter. He says he's innocent. Give him time to prove that he is. That's why I said, even if you think he's guilty, give the guy a chance to prove, with the, like you just said, with the numbers, you come back on the show and you could just, and, and we'll do it on a video too, you know, where you could show everybody their charts. Uh, if you want to even uh, show them the fucking hat <laughs> inside and out, I don't give a shit. Oh yeah. I'm, 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 I'm anxious to show everything, you know, yeah. uh, you know, I got my keys right here. I know where the hat is. It hasn't been touched. <laughs> uh, you know, I wear it often. Like, yeah. Every uh, rumor and and theory out there is like it's you know I mean it's it's a it's a bunch of you know it's a bunch of people watching things online and coming up with you know just trying to be the first ones to come up with some potential theory right. that you know can fit the narrative right and you know it's it's you know. In, in talking about all that stuff, like, you know, you know, when I'm able to, you know, to meet you in person, mm-hmm. um, like I'll gladly bring the hat. I'll gladly bring whatever articles of clothing and listen, you don't, and, I don't like, really, whatever they, whatever yeah. they want to see, like, you know, yeah. like, I, um, I'll turn the hat inside out or, uh, you know, turn it upside down, show the, you know, the, the deformity or the, you know, that little clump of, mm-hmm. you know, whatever in there that moves around a little bit, like, mm-hmm. 
I, I, like it's, I was not going to be the person that got on Twitter and said he 1,000% cheated without hearing your side. Okay, that was it. I just wasn't going to be that person, and I'm still not going to be that person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll let people right. keep going over things. I'll let you start going over things uh, on your own, and I'll let them listen to this interview, and and they can make a decision. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I believe you or don't believe you. I'm going to say completely neutral and let let the whatever plays out plays out, man. Yeah. Um just one quick thing to add sure um something that i kind of forgot about you know in regards to a lot of my expressions and burst outs and blurt outs and laughs and like there's there's just there's a lot of oh he's ridiculing his opponents he's you know he's rough well, I, I do, I do that. To, I do that to everybody. What's the difference? And, uh, <laughs> there isn't a single. There isn't a single player that I have ever. Yeah, I, that, that I've ever played with that can say that you know, like I've laughed at him or ridiculed him or oh yeah, you know, I rubbed it in that. No, I do I it. I don't like, do it maliciously. Like, when, I do it out of fun. You know. Oh right. Oh yeah yeah. I'm just saying. For me, I've I've heard that. You know, the fact that I'm I'm fun loving and and. You know that's that's my nature. Um, you know we joke around a lot. I like to make people laugh, and you know that's <laughs> like that's 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 what we that's what we try to do on the stream. And that's what I've been that's what I've been asked to do on the stream is you know do the best I can to put on a show, um, be a good you know trying to be a good you know example of how poker should be. Like you know right. it's, it's not. It shouldn't be all hoodies and hat and and or hoodies and sunglasses, you know, headphones. I agree. Like you know, there's there's more to poker. Yeah, there's more to poker than that. Like, poker's supposed to be fun. Like, instead of instead of everyone worrying so much about stats and win rates and who's bet, like the the ego and the competition, no. all that in poker is just it's it's ridiculous. I, I have my favorite saying, man. Egos will break you. Cards will make you. That's my favorite saying. Because I used to have the biggest <laughs> ego, so I know. And I, I got humbled, yeah. you know. And then I got sick, which humbled me even more. And now I got so much fucking humble pie, my fat-ass stomach is fucking like three feet bigger from eating so much humble pie. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said that. That reminds me. Um, you know, I'm... I've been asked later on when, you know, when I, when I get to play these other players, um, heads up that I need to be uh, naked and among other things, yeah. you know, when we play to confirm that I don't, I don't have That's any, funny. you know, any of these crazy well, devices on I, me. But I just want one is like a, a I want your tiny I want, device or something. Yeah, I just, I want to see your name cleared because something like this. Could really be damaging to poker. Yeah, those of you who know me and have known me for, you know, the majority of my poker career, or even, you know, part of it from from you know from where I'm at now in Sacramento. Like, if any of you want to, you know, if if any of you want to help with being part of, you know, I'm, I I have put together a team of some sort to pour through again 
uh, uh, hundreds of hours of footage to mm-hmm. show that I am plenty human. Okay. And I, the desire is to, is to have a, you know, put together a video in regards to all the things sure. that, that show have been human plenty of times on the stream. Yeah. And, you know, once, once everything is done, like, you know, there's, there's so there's, again, all those variables that needed to be, you know, proven or added to the data, you know, once all that is factored in mm-hmm. and, you know, we can start raising that, you know, level of doubt to where, okay, like, you know, things, things make, things make a lot more sense now. Yeah. You know, great players, great players, they're allowed to go on, you know, well, they're they're allowed to go on winning streaks. I know they're allowed I, to, I, yeah. You know, go periods of time where they make a, where they make a lot of right reads, and you know when they do, like you know, going through a, a crazy streak and and being right. Like, how many times have you seen, you know, walk by anyone who's in a casino, walk by a roulette wheel, and seen you know red or black hit, you know, ten, twelve, fifteen, twenty times in a row. Sure. Like those things happen in 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 our industry in the gambling world, we have the potential to be right or wrong numerous numbers of times over you know a short over a period of time. Right. Like those things happen, and when you when you when you include skill and a high level of skill with a game that still has an incredible amount of luck to it, mm-hmm. like crazy anomalies happen. Yeah. And, you know, like like to just look at certain numbers and say, well, like you know, <laughs> Veronica made the statement, well, 95% of players don't do what Mike does. Mm. Like, n- no, Veronica. Um, w- w- less than 1% of players do what i'm doing yeah because i'm i don't have a method to the madness i don't use any systems i don't use any charts you know when when players like us who play strictly off of feel and strictly off of instincts and like again i I have the success that i have because i've been playing the players that i play with on the stream i've been playing with for years like (laughs) If, you know, how many, how many people out there, you know, playing the same home game, the same players all the time? How many of you play at your local casino and, and have gotten to know and picked up on things on, you know, the players that you've played with? How, how, many, how many players have, you know, one good amount of money playing for a, a decent living, playing one three two five five ten Like, well, there's... I- I played the five five game recently and I and I fucking crushed it and I'm like, man, I've been playing like quarter fifty fifty and a hundred. I'm like, I won twenty thousand in two sessions playing five five. I was just like, uh, went over live of the bike like a month ago. But I'm oh my uh, god, I'm oh, you know. Go on, so, sorry. So it's all. I'm, I'm just so glad. I'm so glad that you said that because you know yeah. again. Uh, going back to the win rate, mm-hmm. our one three, and I'm glad you said that because our the one three games on our streams, mm-hmm. I want people 
to go back and look at the action on our one three games. So it plays like, like twenty. This whole thing, spinning of this guy won two hundred and fifty thousand dollars playing one three uh, poker at Stones. You know, which was said on Sports Center earlier. Right. Um, no. First, yeah. First of all, I didn't win two hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, we're not just playing one three. We're playing uh, five 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 ten. Almost every single, I, I want to say, I want to say ninety-five to ninety-nine percent of our our games on the stream have a straddle, right? And we can straddle anywhere from, you know, the normal up to half of our stack. We have we have plenty of straddles that go from fifty to seven hundred and fifty dollars. I, I um, played in a five-five game that had a thousand-dollar straddle. It went five-five thousand straddle. So <laughs> I know what you're oh, talking about. Don't. <laughs> don't tell Frank. Uh, don't tell Frank to tank that. He'll try and beat it. Um, <laughs> he's got the record for the seven hundred and fifty dollars straddle. But, oh, I, I um, played with Frank up there. Right. He he's a fucking funny guy. I played with him. Uh, oh. th- did I play with him when I was over at Bay One One? <laughs> oh yes, yes. I think he. I think he mentioned that. Uh, Frank is. <laughs> Frank is definitely uh, a, a local legend as well. And yeah, you know he's 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 he's. And here's the thing. He, he's one of many people who has played a number of hands with me on the stream and off the stream in the Northern California area, as well as in Reno and Tahoe, that can vouch for me playing this. I play, I play the same style of poker regardless of, you know, what cast game I'm in. Yeah. And, like, surprisingly... Uh, I have been a consistent winner the, my entire poker career playing that style and playing in not just stream games, but plenty of off-stream games. I play yeah. way more off-stream than I do on-stream. Everyone wants to, to say, oh, I only play on the stream. No, I, I play more off-stream than I do on-stream. Right. That's one narrative that I knew could not be true. One quick, one quick thing that I needed to say as well, speaking okay. on health, uh, you know, Tim was one of the first to point this out. I mean, I, I developed a blood clot in 2008 mm-hmm. from playing too much online poker. I, believe I literally got at 30, I think I was 30, let's see, yeah, at 32 years old, at 32 years old, I got a, I got a blood clot in my leg that literally went from the bottom of my calf all the way up to my midsection. That's how nasty this blood clot was. And, like, you know, Tim knows. Uh, you know, I, I went to the hospital, and they were like, like, the lady doing the, the ultrasound gasped and said, if, if, you didn't, if you didn't come in here, like, you would not have lived very much longer. Because, wow. like, I'm not even supposed to tell you this, but this thing runs from here to here. And she pointed to the bottom of my calf wow. all the way up to my midsection, like, in 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 that special area of you know where 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 the clot was and hmm. how far it stretched i pride myself on being you know a very good athlete i play i play a lot of golf and you know at 32 years old from playing poker playing oh, way way too much poker i mean i literally got a life threatening health condition Wow. And I mean, if there's anything that tells you you need to like think about what you're doing, it was that. Yeah, of course. And 
you know, I, 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 I have played a lot less poker since that happened. And, you know, again, I, you know, after the blood clot, I started playing, you know, I kept playing online, but I only played part time and, you know, tried to exercise and move around and, you know, not be sitting for hours on end. And actually it was right around black Friday, right around black Friday, I got the blood clot came back into my right leg again. So once that happened, you know, and, and, you know, black Friday hit, I was like, that's, that's it for me. Like I'm, I'm, I I have to be done playing online poker because I like, I'll just zombie mode and play, you know, play for a long period of time. So, you know, again, that just adds to why I'm not living on a poker table. Like the whole, oh, you're so good. Why are no, you not don't, playing all the listen, time? Listen, you don't have. Well, to. I have a, I have a, I have a major health issue. Yeah, you don't have that. That's not what you need. It, you know, playing bigger than whatever. That is the thing. The thing that's important is for you to break down the narrative of the things they said you did and prove that you didn't. And that's it. And then people listen to this interview. They could, they could make their own judgments and. And uh, I'm not going to make any judgment. And uh, it's like three seventeen in the morning, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off this uh, interview with you. Uh, get some sleep, and uh, if you need to talk to me uh, about anything, you get my number from Tim, and uh, we could talk. Okay. Right, yeah. Wait. I mean, I when we get everything put together, mm-hmm. I would love I would love to have you do the commentary or voiceover. Or you know whatever in regards yeah. to yeah well what what we'll do is uh, what we'll do is once you get everything together was we'll we'll do a um, a Skype call and what, where we're both on the video and you could you could show everybody what you want to show everybody and uh, and mm-hmm. then, then you could show them the hat you could show them the all your data you could show them everything you can to look to to clear your name and 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 i'll be more than happy to help you with that uh do that so hi flash okay my cat just came up he says hello flash (laughs) all right everybody so um you've been uh listening to an interview with mike postal uh and uh mike i appreciate you coming on the show and and sharing your point of view with with the poker playing community and uh i wish you the best and uh have a good night, man. And thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you got it. All right. Take care, man. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. The Mouthpiece. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed uh, this two-part interview uh, with Mike Postel. Uh, for those of you out there that think that I didn't grill him too hard, go fuck yourselves. Stay tuned next week for episode 22 with... Vince Van Patten. Take care, everyone. The Mouthpiece.